0: Welcome to the Sis Stop Sulking Podcast, a safe space for women ready for change. My name is Ms. Tasha Talks Life. I am a certified mindset and wellness coach and author of the book titled, Sis Stop Sulking, God's Plan is Greater. I once struggled with believing in myself, poor eating habits, and digestive issues. So I'm creating a community for women looking to prioritize their health and self-care so they can look and feel amazing alongside raising a family. Join me each week for authentic, impactful conversation. Sis, we got this. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode, episode 57. (sighs) How are y'all today? Excuse me. So it's your girl, Miss Tasha Talks Life. Thank you for tuning in to the Sis Stop Soaking Podcast. If you are new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy to have you. So um, just a quick recap. Well, not really a recap, but like um, I was last episode, I talked about um, friends, supporting friends when they are in a season of uh, grief or a season of stress, overwhelm, heartbreak, and the, the, the ability or capacity to support another friend that is not in that space or um, maybe in that space, but you just don't have the capacity to support them yourself. And um, I did get a lot. I'm glad that um, somebody helped me too. Cause I, a lot of times I will post and I'll ask for some topic suggestions and um, like, what do you, what should we talk about? and that was one of the topics so and this person kind of um i saw that topic on social media It was a clip from two friends talking but another person had dm'd me with um the topic i'm going to talk about today and I, they kind of went together so that's why i was doing a part two um so so yes, yeah, so let's get it right into it um What about your friends? Part two. So this is more so about the fake benefits of low maintenance friendships. And I am when um, shout out to Taffy on social media, my friend, uh, we worked together years ago um, next door to each other in an elementary school. And then she left me and moved uh, out of state, not out of state, but upstate. And we still keep in touch. But, um, when I posted about topics, she gave me this one and we were going back and forth, um, in the DM and she gave me some pointers. I said, well, what does fake benefits of low maintenance friendships look like? And so she gave me four things I'm going to share with you, but I could, I understood those four things and I understand them, but I'm on the fence about Is it really fake benefits of low maintenance friendship or are these just the categories that certain relationships, certain friendships fall into? All right, so I'm gonna name, okay, so, and then I'm going to tell you um, some ways that you can express and connect with your friends, what you're feeling, uh, connect what you're feeling to your friends. And then um, my definition of what a good friendship is and again, I, well, let's go in. Let's dive right into it. So, when she said the fake benefits of low maintenance friendships, the first fake benefit, uh, the the first is there's a huge circle. So, a, a, a huge circle of friends, right? Um, the second thing is you don't have to navigate hard times with these friends. So, those are the fake benefits. You don't have to navigate hard times with them. The third thing is, it's always a party when you hang out and for, um, the relationship is usually surface and usually one-sided in its benefits. And so as I was thinking about this segment, I was thinking about these four things, um, I, I because I okay, so let me just back up a little bit. And the reason why I'm a little bit like hesitant is because I understand um, low maintenance friendships. I would say that I am a low maintenance friendships, a low maintenance friendship friend, but my definition is a little bit different from hers. So once she had once she gave me these four uh, reasons, because I was like, when she the first thing was oh, you should talk about the fake benefits of low maintenance friendships. And I was like, I consider myself a low maintenance friend. And then, cause high maintenance friends are those that are, um, like, for example, they, uh, they expect so much out of you in the relationship. Right they expect a lot. Like I have one friend, I, could, I always tease her and say she's a high maintenance friend, but like she cannot be on time to anything. And it is it is what it is, love of the death, she's always late. But if she's having something and it starts at five o'clock, it could be 510. And she's texting like, where are you? You're not here yet. Where are you? You know? And it's almost like, well, girl, you come 630 <laughs> to events. And not even later, but it's like, you know, she's very high maintenance when it comes to that and things. And, you know, she has a lot of expectations or a lot. She expects a lot out of her friends. And I was teasing and it's okay. It doesn't matter to me, high maintenance, low maintenance. I feel like I'm a low maintenance friend because I don't require a lot. But then when my um, friend Taffy gave me these four examples a huge circle which i can't relate to that cuz i don't have a huge circle but a huge circle you don't have to navigate hard times with them it's always a party when you hang out with them um surface and usually only one sided in benefits so some of them i was like oh okay she she has a valid um reason she has a valid blanket uh, a valid excuse for why fake the fake benefits of low maintenance friendships but i Looked at that, like friends go into categories. Relationships are in different buckets, right? And I feel like I have some friends that we've been friends for 20 years, if not longer. And we don't necessarily um, go, well, for me, I'm pretty much an open book and I'm learning to kind of keep things to myself because I do have friendships that they don't, like you're the one always sharing your shit and they're not saying anything, or um, you're, you know, be a vulnerable and open. And that could very well be a personality, but if they're the type that they never share anything and they could be, that could be their personality, but if I'm your real friend, you should feel open enough to, have transparency moments and things like that. And I think there is also a level to that. There's certain things that I may share with Susie that I may not share with Sarah. You know what I'm saying? There's certain things because of the dynamic of the friendship or you know that um, this person may be judgmental or this person may be, um, you know, this other person may not know how to keep a secret whatever the case may be. So it's such a like puzzle. It's such, it's, it's not just blanket. It's not just, you know, one size fits all. It's not, but, it, but there are ways to um, connect and express your feelings to your friends and ways to identify if these are genuine relationships. So for me um the first thing i would say is do a relationship audit with your friends with your friends. Sometimes we're in relationships because of the history. Sometimes we're in relationships because it's been 20 plus years, but it may not be serving you anymore. Um in even for me in the past two years, in 20, 2020, maybe in the 2019, 2020, I there were some friendships that 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 I lost. And or the dynamic of the friendship changed, meaning it's still love, we still, you know, love each other, support each other, but it's just not as intense or as deep as it once was. And I'm okay with that because I did a friendship audit. I did a relationship audit. And then some friendships, God had to intervene because I wasn't strong enough. I wasn't strong enough to do it myself. And then I had to acknowledge it and really say, wow, you know, that relationship really wasn't serving me. Um, So doing a, a relationship audit with your friends, another way to connect and express your feelings. The audit is for yourself, right? So you sit and you evaluate and you think about it. And then the second thing would be having a heart-to-heart to tell them how you feel. You know, that's the grown woman thing to do. And it may not be fun and it may not be easy. Excuse me. But if you say that you're a real friend and that you're a genuine friend, and not a fake friend (laughs) you should be able to have that conversation that hard conversation um and the third thing would be accepting your friends and the relationships for what they are and who they are sometimes that's where the I feel the buckets come in I know I have this friend that's going to talk crap right and I love her and Sometimes I need it, you know what I'm saying? But if it's something that I'm feeling like, eh, I don't really feel like that right now. I may not share in that moment with that friend. Or if I'm ready to go pop off, example only, this is an example. um, I know I got that one ride or die friend that is going to pop off with me, you know, and I would do the same for her. So accepting your friends and your relationships for who and what they are. Um, The fourth thing would be, acknowledge and evaluate your role in the relationship. Are you the, the giver or the taker? Cause sometimes your friendship may be, you know, you may feel like this is fake friend benefits, but your friends are sometimes avoiding you because you're a lot or because you're judgmental or because, you know, you can't keep a secret. Now, I'm going to say this, right? If you have like a circle of friends, this is normal stuff. This is sister stuff to me. Because if I have, have, first of all, I have four sisters. I mean, it's four of us and one brother. And if I'm mad at sister A, I don't think this, I can have a conversation or I may have had a conversation with sister A, but I don't think it's necessarily fake or talking behind their back if I'm talking to sister B about sister A. And I honestly wouldn't care if sister B told sister A, but what I'm saying is that's not being fake or phony in my opinion, because we're all sisters. So if you have a group of sister friends and one sister, but, but I do think that if you're, and and you know, I guess, cause I'm that type of person, but if I feel like I need to explain if if I'm venting to sister B first before I talk to sister A, that's also fine because sister B may give me some rational thought processes and some ways to handle things or another perspective to look at it that now I can say, oh, sister A, I was wrong or sister A, you know, let's talk about it. So just because you're talking about one friend to the other friend doesn't mean that you're being fake or um, talking behind their back in my opinion, because we all need somebody to talk to and who better to talk to than the other friend that's in the circle, right? But anyway, um, if you're talking to another random or somebody else about your friend in a negative, harmful, hating, um, degrading way, then that is, I think, talking behind their back or whatever. So acknowledge it. So let me just recap. So ways to connect and express your feelings with your friends is to do a relationship audit is this friendship really serving me? If not, then that's when you have to make the hard decision of severing the relationship, putting them in another category of, of associate or acquaintance and not friend. Um, then have a heart to heart and tell them how you feel, how you feel that they are you know not there for you, how you feel that you know it's always a party or whatever the case may be. Um, three, accepting your friends. And your relationships for what and who they are and what it is, and for acknowledging and evaluating your role in the relationship. Are you a giver? Are you a taker? What like how do you play in this dynamic? It's not always on, it's not always one-sided. Sometimes we need to self-evaluate our self-assess us ourselves and, and see where we can improve. Um, and having that heart to heart would probably reveal some of that. So what uh, I define as a good friend and some of these may be redundant or I may have mentioned them already, but I would say um, a good friend doesn't talk behind your back in a negative, degrading, disrespectful, harmful way. Um, a good friend keeps your secrets. And I definitely pride myself on that. And sometimes it's like, that is not my business is out, I'm not getting involved and it is freeing because then you don't have to, you know, whatever. Um, they don't hold unrealistic expectations. Good friends keep their word and promise. If you say you're going to do something, do it. If you're not, if you're not going to do it, say you're not going to do it. Um, they're open and honest with you. Good friends express their clear boundaries. That is a problem. I think people don't. People would look at that as not being a good friend, but just because you're my friend doesn't mean I have to be at your beck and call. Just because you're my friend doesn't mean that I have to say yes all the time. So having clear boundaries is very important and expressing those clear boundaries. And as a good friend on the other side, you will respect those boundaries. Um, good friends speak with, sincerity and compassion they are kind they you know no matter what they're not gonna talk down to you disrespect you talk to you in a way that is um nasty or whatever and lastly uh my definition of a good friend is they support you through the good and the bad I think it's very important because yeah we can have we can have husbands we can have boyfriends parents, but it's something about a good girlfriend. It's the relatability. It's the fact that you understand what I'm going through. Even as a mom, you know, in a relationship, you understand and it's important to have some people or person that you can genuinely count on in those times of good celebration and in those times of bad, where it's a struggle and you're really dealing with some dark things. And again, I think that friendships, multiple friends fall in different categories. So I'm curious to know, what is your thought about this fake benefits of low-maintenance friendship? Would you consider yourself a low-maintenance friend, a high-maintenance friend? Um, And that's either one is okay. It's no, like, one is better than the other. And do you um, agree with Taffy, you know, as far as the four things that equate to a a low, a fake, the fake benefits of a low maintenance friendship. So I hope that the tips that I've given you ways to connect and express your feelings in your relationships has helped. Um, Now we're going to uh, get into our mindset declarations for this episode. Remember to write these down. If you are unable to write them down right now, speak them out loud after me. Okay. I maintain quality friendships. I am honest in my friendships. Okay, okay, okay. So those are the declarations for today. I hope this helped you. If you enjoyed today's show, please leave a five star review. That would help the show to, to uh, reach more viewers. It will help a great deal. It's quick, it's free. Thank you so much. Um, also, you can follow me on all social media platforms Tasha Talks Life. And I want you to have an amazing week. I want you to be well and remember that your past does not dictate your future. Till next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Sis Stop Soaking Podcast. If you enjoyed and are looking to take your health and mindset to the next level, then you need to book a Better Health Discovery Call with me. During this 30-minute fast-paced call, we will identify any and all of your roadblocks. We will identify all of your dreams and desires, as well as the next steps to jumpstart your journey. The link is in the show notes. And sis, don't forget to leave a five-star review if you enjoyed as well.